0: Good morning, boys and girls. I feel a little bit naked. I'm used to holding a microphone, but they give me one of these lapel mics, so my hands don't know what to do. But, but today I'm going to tell you a story about a little boy who's just about the age of some of you here. Greg was normally a very cheerful boy, he made the home ring with laughter and happiness, but not so today. Today, Greg walked quietly through the house, staring at his feet, sometimes talking to himself, and not being Greg at all. And Mother noticed, and she said, Greg, is there something wrong? No, said Greg, but Mother knew there was. Greg sa- mother said, Greg, is there something I can do to cheer you up? I'm all right, said Greg. But Greg was not all right. So after a while, Mother said to Greg, Greg, come over to the couch and let's talk things out. And so Greg came over to the couch where Mother was already sitting. And Mother said, Greg, I notice you are not the normal Greg we have in our home. What is the problem? And finally, Greg, unloaded to Mother, his problem. He said, you know, at school, I'm always chose last for every team, whether it's baseball, football, whatever we're playing, I'm always chose last. Why is that, said mother. Oh, said Greg, they tell me they don't want me on their team because whoever chooses me loses because, well, I can't bat. I always make fouls and outs, and I don't catch balls very well and so they don't want me on their team and no matter if I play football I can't catch the ball and they don't want me on their team and I am very sad I want to be part of the boys and girls that play but I am always the last one chosen and mother said oh well maybe we can work on that and Greg said Yes, it's not my fault. It's their fault. They should treat me like everybody else. I should be treated, I should be chose first like other boys and girls. I, just because I don't always make a home run shouldn't be looked at differently. Oh, said mother, maybe we should look at it a different way. Maybe it's not the other people's fault, but maybe it's something we can do. She said, you know, there's a batting cage down down the street a ways and we can practice batting balls there and you'll get so good that they'll want you on their team because you'll be the winning team and we can practice catching there too and we can throw footballs until you get to be a good catcher just a minute said mother I remember a story I'm gonna tell you a story that taught me that it's not always the other person's fault and sometimes if we have trouble Treating the other person like we would like to be treated will make a whole bunch of difference in your own life. She says, you know what? Next time when you go out to play, I'll bake a batch of cookies. And you take it and you give it to all your friends. And you talk nicely about your friends instead of grumbling when you're picked last. Talk nicely about your friends and see if that won't make a difference. But now the story. When I was a little girl very little girl. I lived in Britain and the bombs were dropping all around and the sirens went off and we all ran for safety. But we didn't have an underground bunker. We only had a big strong building and so we all dove in the building. Hundreds of people dove in the building and so many people that the whole floor was covered with people. And the bombs crashed and the ground shook and the plaster fell And the children screamed and the mothers yelled and the little ones cried and the fathers prayed. And everybody held their breath to hope that they would make it through this season of bombings alive because many people didn't. And in walked one of the local priests. He walked into the building and like everyone else, he quietly laid down on the floor and began to pray. But then she said, I noticed something. Right where that man laid sat a little boy who seemed to be in perfect peace. And I noticed, I noticed that he helped a little girl find her mother earlier. And now he crawled over to the priest who was laying on the floor and praying. And he said to the priest, you know, you look very uncomfortable with your shoes all laced up. Could I unlace them for you? And so the priest at first wondered what the little boy was up to. You'll, you'll rest much better, he said, if your shoes are not so tight. And so finally the priest nodded and the little boy went over and unlaced the priest's shoes. Now, said mother, you know what lesson that taught me? That little boy must have been just as scared as every other little boy that was in that building, and just as scared as every mother and father, but that little boy had a certain kind of peace because he was doing for others in a bad situation what he could to make others more comfortable. Now said mother, if you instead of going back and grumbling about being the last one picked, make." Friends, out of those who seem to choose you last because you're not the greatest. And if you practice and become better and better, you will make your friends like you and soon you will be the first chosen for your team. Greg grew up. But as Greg grew up, he never forgot the lesson because he found it's true what the Bible says. If people treat you bad, Treat them with kindness and you'll dump coals of fire on their head. And what that means is they'll be sorry for how they treated you and they will love you even more once they realize that they are, were in the wrong for the way they treated you. Shall we always remember, treat others the way we would want to be treated and be, we'll be surprised at what the outcome will be. Shall we pray? Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all the blessings you give us each day. We thank you that you love us, even though sometimes we walk the other way. We thank you that you love each one of us so much that you came to die for us. And we long for you to return so we can go home with you. We pray this in thy holy name. Amen.